What's happening, everybody? Welcome to the Split Line Off-Road Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Rodney Cooper, with me today, as always. Brandon White here, guys. What is up, Split Line Off-Road Nation? <laughs> I know you guys like that. I like it. <laughs> oh, shoot, man. Dude, it is beautiful right now. Man, it is awesome. Uh, Brandon and I were just reminiscing on all of those uh, cold podcasts that we had <laughs> this summer, or this uh, this winter. You guys, I swear you guys I don't know breath. what we went through <laughs> to, to bring this podcast to you. Time, man. My what was it? The, the McGill podcast yeah. was a f- like we could see our breath out here yeah. in the garage. It was brutal. Yeah, my toes are numb. But hey, we made it through winter. <laughs> we made. We it. made it through the cold weather. I'm in shorts and a t-shirt right now. We were out cutting tracks today. <laughs> we're ready to rock and roll, guys. So uh, oh, thanks man. for joining us today. Uh, before we get started, make sure you like us and follow us on Instagram and Facebook, Splitline underscore Offroad on uh, <clears throat> Instagram and Splitline Offroad on Facebook. You can keep up with us there. We share some cool racing things. Um, you never know. You might even end up in a picture on there. Never know. Maybe. Never know. Make sure you pose going through, you know, the whole shot uh, at the Mountain State Hair Scramble. If we see a cool picture, we'll post it up there on our page. Yeah. Speaking of Mountain State, we got to talk about that. Yeah, a little bit of that. We've got to talk about Supercross a little bit. Yeah. Uh, the upcoming GNCC. We're going to make our picks this weekend about uh, for uh, ATVs and dirt bikes. Uh, going to be a good weekend of racing. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's that time of the year, man. I wasn't feeling it. I wasn't really in the riding mood until yesterday when I wasn't at the Mountain State Hair Scramble and I was like, you know, <clears throat> itchy thumb throttle finger. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. I was out there I was out there working on my bike during the race and <laughs> put a new seat cover on. Yeah. Ripped the old graphics off. Looking good. Cutting track today. I'm ready to rock and roll now. Yeah, man. It was nice. I I fought back and forth. I really was wanting to take Colton and go ride and I just kept fighting it, and then I watched some videos. I was like, man, on a P-Dub, I don't think he'll make it around there. I saw some people pushing P-Dubs up hills. Yeah. It's, <laughs> nah, I didn't want to do that. No. Nah. So we'll wait. Oh, you just send him off, and, so, you know, somebody will help him at some point. I didn't want him to get to a spot, and he'd be, like, freaking out. That's one know? of those things. Like, on a P-Dub, like, these little – you're expecting these little kids to understand – you got to get your momentum up and going, so yeah. it's tough. It's tough. He's got to learn, though. Yeah, he will. Cooper will be back running, I think, this week. So <clears throat> it would have been this weekend, but uh, we got we got our gaskets in, and uh, the guy forgot to put in the base gasket. So I had to call him up. He's like, "Oh, it's sitting right here." I'm like, "Awesome!" <laughs> <laughs> Shoot. So we went out to the farm and let him ride around, and then we took a Harley ride. So cool, good stuff. Yeah. Hey, let's get into. Uh, Fantasy. Fantasy. And I've had a rough couple of weeks. So rough that I lost the points lead to Kyler Murray. Dang on Kyler Murray. He even missed a round. <laughs> Man. So uh, he, he won this week. He scored 244. Wow. That's – I bet you he mm, – He was – he had his fingers crossed. He was probably up there in the overall, though. He was sitting there like the – Fingers, both fingers crossed, praying for that LCQ guy to get in. You know it. <laughs> yep. So, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but he won this week. Uh, Brandon Lemon got second, <laughs> otherwise known as Mr. Poopy Butt, if you uh, are looking at <laughs> the uh, the Paul yeah, Max page. Uh, Brandon, you took third. Wow. Yeah, so that's uh, surprising. <laughs> I, I've just been pulling him out of a hat. Just pulling him out of a hat. You have to. At some point, you have to. But uh, the overall right now looks at uh, Kyler Murray is in first. I'm in second, and Jeff Miller's in third. 
So that keeps switching back and forth uh, mm-hmm. about as much as the uh, 250 West class yeah. West Coast does. So that's good stuff. Pretty exciting. What do you got over there on Rocky Mountain? Uh, Rocky Mountain, um, Jay Groff, 660, still in the points lead. Um, Groff's Whispering Eye, following a close second, Mr. Brandon <laughs> Lemon, and then MX Mom, um, 746. She's back on the podium, and. Uh, Looks like uh, that's Jacob, good to hear because she's been slumping a little bit lately. Yeah, she was. She, I think she picked it back <laughs> up. Uh, and then Jacob W five. He had a looks like he extended up, and then we'll finish off the top five with Duffy uh, WFO Grasshopper. So nice. It's gonna be interesting. All right, all right. So let's just jump right into the Supercross real quick. Yeah, man. What did you? Uh, we talk about two fifties. Yeah, let's talk about two fifties real quick. Yeah. Um, that's a man. Uh, the, the East Coast was boring. The West Coast is getting interesting. West Coast is interesting. Even though we did lo- lose a couple hard hitters, the Martin brothers and stuff like that. Uh, Jay Coop finally got a start. He did. He did. Man, Jordan Smith, can he not get a break? No, he can't. Oh, my gosh, man. At this point, he can't. Every time. Like, how do you even get through the collarbone without breaking the collarbone and then comes back and freaking right in, right in the beginning and just gets Weeds taken up. out? Yeah, that's just brutal. Yeah, he was taken out pretty quickly, so – yeah, it's uh, it's unfortunate. Bummer. He never seems to be able to show his true potential out there. So hopefully, uh, hopefully he can come back and and at least you know come back for outdoors. I don't know. Is he is he an outdoor rider? I've not seen him ride outdoors in well, forever. That's because he's been hit. Hurt. I know. <laughs> that's crazy. Does he even ride outdoors? I mean, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> they all started there at one point. Yeah. So, um, oh man. But, but yeah, Jay, Justin Cooper pulled up. Got a finally got a whole shot and took off. Man, looked good. Yeah, he did look good. He looked good, and he was kind of taken off. But McAdoo was right there. So yeah. that's – I mean, McAdoo's uh, – he's turned a page. And if it wasn't for his little uh, skipping the track and losing some points, uh, I think he would still have the points Probably, lead. Probably, yeah. So – Man, I tell you about, talking about points leaders, Hunter Lawrence. Hmm. Dude, he – Lucky. <laughs> he he he's, went into that net. Yeah. Yeah, if you guys listen to Pulp MX uh, – uh, Steve Mathis is pretty uh, on cloud nine about that because he he I guess he was one of the first ones to bring up the uh, net that issue <laughs> yeah and he was like we should have a net and they said it would never work and, and now it works and I don't get any credit for it and <laughs> but yeah he uh, he hugged that that post and but honestly all jokes aside it, it that net probably did save him from getting hurt probably yeah I mean maybe he could have wrote it out you never know but. He looked- have flat landed like a son of a gun. You know it <laughs> <laughs> on concrete. So, yeah. oh, shoot, <clears throat> it, it was just, it was just, it's crazy to see. And then him get back up and and, and then come back to fourth. Yeah, yeah, it was great. So, yep. um, don't count him out of the championship. Haymaker, he yeah. finished third. Hamaker. Yeah, um, so that's good for him. Uh, he's got speed. I tell you what, that's somebody that's like, even though he's done, he's had flashes. I feel like he's still kind of underrated a little bit, like low key. He's he's not really like your your star, like the Lawrence brothers. He's just kind of there, and um, that's an awesome awesome place to be. Actually, you know, he can do his business, and uh, um, whenever he starts winning, you know, and being a major championship contender, girl will be like, "Who's this guy?" So mm-hmm. uh, that's exciting to see. Four uh, fifties. Yeah, man. let's go to the last chance qualifier real quick. <laughs> Man, I'm loving this last chance qualifying battle between Hartrath and Clayson. No, 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 not well. Hartrath too, yeah. Uh, Clayson and A Ray. Oh yeah. Those two are hilarious because 
they they ha- I mean they're extremely talented. So don't take this the wrong way. They're extremely talented riders to even be out there, let alone be main event guys. But they got so much heart. They got a little bit more heart than they do talent. <laughs> and when they send it, they send it big time. And dude, those guys are just out there for blood. And uh, I think it's cool how they can like knock e- knock each other off the track and then still be buddies off the track. Uh, knock each other off the track on the track and then still be buddies when they get off the track if yeah. you can follow that I can that was follow weird. that a little bit yeah, cool. but, but, but it's, it's pretty awesome to see and, and it's great racing really honestly last chance qualifiers have been some of the best racing this season yeah well because you got there's actually some good talent you know oh like, there's I mean great talent it, in the last chance qualifying you're still talking about the top 1% of of dirt bike talent in yeah. the world I mean it's just um, unbelievable so what, what's crazy is usually you're Two guys, your top two guys are usually guys that should be in the main event every week, like uh, Dean, Dean Wilson, Wilson. or uh, Brock Tickle, uh, you know, any guys like that. Even Brandon Hartrap, yeah. like he shouldn't be yeah. in. But I mean, I've gotten word that he's had some problems this year uh, off the bike, uh, health related. Um, so that may be holding him back a little bit, let alone he's getting, he's been having a little bit of trouble, I guess, getting acclimated with the 450. So it's been a stepping, it's been a, a growing pain for him. But um, I don't think that he is out by any means. But, but, but like you said, for sure, the, the talent is there in, in that whole class. Um, <clears throat> but let's go to the front of class real quick. Man, is this championship battle over? I don't know. Um, well, I mean, anything can happen. Uh, Roxon still only, you know, D, uh, Webb can have like a DNF or something or have a little mishap and, and get set back and make it a little bit interesting. Uh, Webb's just got that little extra uh, speed right now. Um, Are you a Webb fan? Yes and no. Sometimes, like, all right, sometimes, like, I wasn't, but then he does stuff and I'm like, man, that's awesome. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then he, then he does something else. I'm like, ah. Screw you, Whip. <laughs> and it's like, okay, I'm a Whip fan again. Like, so I don't really have a favorite rider. I feel like you're about the same way. Kind of. I, I always root for the underdogs. Like I always, yeah. So when Roxon was, you know, winning three straight, I was always rooting for somebody to get up there and challenge him. And now that Webb is is on his run, I'm, come on, Roxon, let's go. Because yeah. um, I just, I just, I'm here for the drama. Yeah. So. But I, I see a lot of people don't like Webb, and I get it because I understand his personality is, is is not the. See, that's what I like about him. That's the thing. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say his personality is not what a lot of people are will grad or gravitate towards. But at the same time, he is just on another level as a gamer. Yeah. I mean, he was whipped in that in that heat race, like. Chase, I mean, I mean, I I have a theory, and I text you that Chase Sexton has been given a mission because his season's over. As far as like championship, he's yeah. he's not a championship contender, yeah. but he could potentially win a race. Yeah, he could also potentially get in the way of Cooper Webb. Yeah, very possible. He hit him twice in that heat race. <laughs> You know, uh, I think Chase put out a thing. He didn't mean to take him out. Bull, was, that was bull <laughs> crap. You can't tell me that wasn't Team Listen, Honda he was orders. Just getting, he was getting frustrated, you know. You get behind a guy and you, you Yeah, you get behind faster. a guy like a slow guy like yeah, Cooper Webb. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, sometimes I think Webb does stuff on purpose. Like, 
I think sometimes he qualifies bad so people think he's bad enough. No, I, I'm with you on that because because I, I agree 100%. Go ahead. I mean, no, you're, you're, good. You. Yeah. you're good. No, I just feel like sometimes, because that's what he thinks. He's like, man, if I go out here and mediocre it, like I'll, I'll be able to get it. Like, a, uh, okay, I can go faster, no problem. And maybe they they don't think I'm on the pace tonight. And then at the in main, main event, I'll pull off a line or put out the smoker. It's, so it's crazy. Here's the thing. Uh, He's always thinking like three steps ahead. He is always thinking three steps ahead. So during the main event or during the heat race, when 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 uh, Roxon got around him, I was thinking, you know, everybody's like, you know, this is what Roxon needs. He needs to go out there and send a message. What if Coop was out there sending a message as well? Like, like, nah, I'll let you think you have it. Mm-hmm. I'll let you think you have it, and then, and then I'm going to show my best stuff in the main. But I will say this, you know, aside from all the games, I do think Cooper Webb gets better as the track track breaks down further. Yeah, it does. Well, he's he's always been that guy that um, adapts. at the, end of the race adapts and is stronger. Like Tomac, everybody knows Tomac. Usually, when he's Tomac, and in the races where he brings it on, brings the heat on. He does, he never mm-hmm. was a guy that. Got out of the gate and took off, and unless you, he's just having a great night. Roxon's that first yes. few laps sprinter. He's that sprinter guy that gets out front, and he's like, uh, "Now is what I got to check out." So what I think is interesting is you hear Daniel Blair talking like during the races, and I see that Daniel focuses on this a lot when he's watching Cooper Webb, especially through the whoop section. Da- uh, Cooper Webb seems to experiment a lot during the races, during the main events, and if he can be behind. A guy like uh, Ken Roxon, who you know is one of the fastest sprinters out there. And if you can kind of throw that toe hook and, and hang on to him, but at the same time experiment with lines, see what is working, see what is slowing you down, see where you're gaining on him. I think uh, Daniel was saying that he took three or four different type of lines through the whoop sections, just as, and it was just like experimenting, and then kind of settled into where he was blitzing three quarters of the whoops and then three like I think it was a three and then double out yeah so he's just he just adapts so well and he comes and he's he comes to play for the championship he doesn't care about a heat race he doesn't care about qualifying he's only caring about that race win that's Mm -hmm. the only thing he cares about that's the only time he feels like he has to show up and he does and I will another thing is is He gets the start when he needs it the most. Yeah. And whenever he doesn't feel like he needs a start all that much, I mean, I, I don't know. Like, when he when he can run through the pack, it just seems like he doesn't get the best start. Yeah. But when he's having his off nights, it seems like he always, always focuses more on that start and gets a good start. It's interesting how he, yeah. he works. He's, he's, I think before he's done, he's going to be a generational uh, – Rider, yeah, I think you know, in the likes of Villapoto, Dungey, mm-hmm. yeah, he's definitely gonna be a multi. I, I, I say he wins this one and I'll be two, and then I'll say he'll probably win next year, yeah. But, uh, and honestly, think about this had Arlington not happened to him last year, yeah. do you think he beats Tomac? It's very possible, very, very possible, yeah, because that was when Tomac was trying. Right. I don't think Tomac's trying anymore, you know. Dude, but he then had again, the speed. He dude, had the speed. I, I will say that, yeah. He had that track. And I think he was setting them up. I think he was letting them go out there, wear, wear, wear themselves down. He was setting them up, and then he had his mishap. 
but I well, here's what well, I mean. I don't think he's trying anymore. I don't think that he is like I'm gonna die if I don't win this championship. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's that level of of effort that he's giving anymore. I think if he feels it, he's gonna go for it. But I feel like he's not going to step too too far out of that comfort yeah. zone because he's already kind of proven his point as to what he can do. Um, but I will say he was coming, and he had he not make it made that mistake and almost went down when he caught that tough block. You know, yeah. and it was a good battle between him and Barsha. Barsha. Yeah, you see, I love Barsha, and I, I felt like I was like, just let him go, Barsha, because he's faster than you. Let him get back and see if he can catch those front two guys. You know, make it interesting. But because he was starting to come real, real, will them back in and uh a little bit even with him and Barsha still kind mm-hmm. of battling a little bit i was like just let him go just let him go but mm-hmm. Barsha was like i want that podium and ideally <laughs> imagine this race playing out this way this is just hypothetically of course but if you would have had Barsha get the whole shot k-rock behind him and then webb and if Barsha would have been leading that yeah. pack Dude, he's going to ride a dozer with of yeah. a bike, which is going to slow the bike, the the track down, and everybody's going to be everybody's clumped gonna, up. Yeah. yeah. Now, not saying he's not flying. No, no, no. He's riding great. But it's just, yeah, that'd have been a fun race to watch. <laughs> but <clears throat> I digress. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, that's it for Supercross. What are we gonna go to now? We're gonna talk a little Mountain State. We got somebody on the line to talk to us about that track since neither one of us were there. Yeah. We can, we can get RJ on the line. All right, guys. So we're back. We have RJ on the line, friend of the show, RJ Brandenburg. Uh, RJ, thanks for coming on, buddy. How you doing? Oh, I'm good. Uh, how you doing? We're doing good, man. We uh, are a little jealous of you that you was able to make it out to the Mountain State hair scramble this weekend, round one, and uh, we didn't. So we wanted to give you a call and, and see what you thought of the uh, track, round one. And, uh, uh, yeah, what did you, th- you think of it out there? Yeah, it was it was a really good time. We, um, the weather was perfect. Um, uh, they had a record-breaking uh, turnout, and uh, they ended up having 302 riders, which is the most they've ever had. And bike riders. Uh, the line was <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. The line was really long um, for registration, but that's just because uh, many people didn't have transponders. Oh yeah, they didn't get to. They didn't get to pre-register, so, um, and then you add quads to the lot to the registration, and that just it just added up. Yeah, it was they, it was a got, good turnout for both as well. I think, like you said, a three hundred and two dirt bikes, and I think it was about a hundred and twenty quads, hundred and twenty, hundred and thirty quads. Uh, that's I mean that's pretty big quad race as well. So that's awesome to see that they're just basically picking up and then adding on more from where they left off last year. Yeah, I listened. Uh, I listened to your podcast last last week when you had uh, Richie Nolan on there, mm-hmm. and I got to I got to talk to him at at the signups, and he said, "I can't believe this many people came out with you know Ronnie Paul. He's the the series owner of uh, New East Coast Racing. Uh-huh. Yeah, and he he had a he had a race this weekend too. And yeah, uh, it's just kind of it's kind of crazy." the the field and everything out there up at um sand hill it's out uh thornton west virginia i mean it was just it was slammed packed uh, it was it was awesome to see just how many people came out you should have told richie it was all because he was, came on split line yeah i mean i think we can <laughs> i mean we're taking what we're, we're gonna take what credit for 15 percent of the crowd yeah, i'd say yeah, at least 15. yeah 
at least 15%. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but no, on, in all honesty, it is awesome to see how well of a turnout, especially when a um, <clears throat> another uh, also really well-run series had to, had a race on the same weekend, same day. Um, so, you know, it's pretty cool to see two thriving series are able to coexist in the same area. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how'd you do yeah. out there, RJ? What'd you, uh, what'd you finish in? Um, I got 52nd overall. Uh, I was actually, I was in second, um, in my class in bed A. Uh, I'm in the older class, but, <laughs> <Atta> um, boy. <laughs> <laughs> but I was running good. And, uh, I, the first lap about halfway through, I, I hit a rock and went down pretty good. And it took me a little bit to get up, and I got passed by, like, eight guys. And I just – after that, I kind of lost my momentum. But I kept through it, and I think it was – the end of the race was two hours and ten minutes. So it was it was a long one. But <laughs> Nice, know, nice uh, little warm-up. It, for... it was good. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was a lot of fun. So, uh, just real, real rocky. Uh, a lot of rocky – there's a big ro- rocky uphill – that was pretty tough because there were so many riders out there and it was a, it was about a six mile loop. So, I mean, you think 302 riders on a six mile loop, you know, there's going to be bottlenecks. Yeah. But, I, I guarantee you guys uh, were lapping people and have like second lap, second or third. Oh, lap. I guarantee it. Yeah. So it was just the, the Rocky uphill was the worst. Um, there was just a lot of people stuck on it. Uh, other than that, it was, it was a great track. I think they, they make those real technical sections, what Richie was talking about, real tight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there's not there's not very many long, wide open, which which kind of I like. I mean, it makes it way more technical. Us vet riders like that uh, slower pace, a little technical, right? Right, RJ? Yeah, I don't I don't really like going wide open through fields. <laughs> it's kind of scary going that fast. It is. It yeah. is. I mean, Brandon over here. I like that stuff. He, yeah, he's he's a weird old rider. <laughs> it's smooth <laughs> for the most part. It's smooth until you until you start rolling, <laughs> and then it, and then it gets real rough real quick. <laughs> oh, shoot. So uh, yeah, Brandon. Brandon was going to come out and race. He didn't, he didn't get to make it. I was I was hoping to see him on the line. Yeah, I was debating. Uh, after I after I figured I pulled Colton out of the race, I was like, ah, not today. But then after, afterwards, I was like, man, I should have went. I really should have went. Yeah, I'm, I'm, you, did, you didn't make it either, Rodney. No, you, you weren't there. No, I didn't have the bike ready. I've I've been really lacking motivation on the bike uh, all winter. But it was funny as soon as the quads took off uh, Sunday, I found myself you know, outside working on, working on the bike in the garage. Cause I was, you know, getting the itch for it. And I was looking at live timing and scoring and all that good stuff. So, but, uh, who ended up taking the overall? It was, uh, Brandon polling, right. Uh, or Brandon yeah, polling. Polling one. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. He was polling. Yeah. That's, that's, that's awesome to see. Uh, you know, he's, he's been rolling out out there as well. And then he's been, he's been having some success, um, at the GNCC as well. Uh, you know, learning, you know some growing pains that you know getting uh <clears throat> getting his feet underneath him on the, in the pro uh xc2 P2 class yeah. uh so it's awesome to see an xc2 rider come out and uh really perform well and uh show show everybody what's up so did you see him at all 
uh, he laughed me once. Uh, he was going pretty quick. Um, but yeah, I got I got the two card and the white flag. So I was whenever I see the two card and I'm like, oh, please get the white flag, you know. I yeah. want to do all the laps. Yeah. So, see, I'm opposite. I'm like, oh, two card. Yeah. <laughs> please be the checker next time. I come so RJ, yeah. this this get, this is a question that I think about a lot. Would you rather be the last person to get lapped or the last person to not get lapped? Like, would you rather the leader come in right behind you and take the checkered and you have one more lap to go or, or, or the opposite? Uh, I'd rather, I'd rather have the extra lap uh-huh. than have him behind me just cause I, I think it, it gives you more ride time and, and um, it, it gives you a better chance of maybe passing somebody. Because mm-hmm. on, on that last lap, uh, I passed, like, I think I passed three people. So, I mean, it it, it gave me an extra opportunity to uh, pass somebody. But like it, uh, like it Snowshoe or John Patton, GNCC, those are a little bit tougher because sometimes you don't get the white flag. Just because those, those guys are a little bit quicker and, and the women, I mean, the, the WXC, they're in the AM, they're really fast too. So, yeah, uh, it's, it's a lot harder on those, especially when they're like 11 mile, 12 mile loops. Um, it's a little bit tougher. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and, and here's my theory on it, Brandon. Mm-hmm. You can only go up from there. Yeah. yeah. You can't drop a position. No. So, if you're the last person, yeah. I mean, just pin it. Just pin it. And honestly, like what 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 uh, RJ was saying, I think a lot of people, you know, kind of hit the cruise, cruise button on yeah. that last lap, and and he, you know, people are able to pick up positions if you're still charging. So you got to Cooper Webb that stuff. That's right. <laughs> That's right. RJ, does Cooper Webb have this title wrapped up? Um, that was. Uh, I was talking to Brandon um, during that race, and man, he he was really bad in the heat. And, uh, you know, he was still good, but he wasn't the best. And I said, oh, I think he'll get, you know, second or third this week. <laughs> and, man, he pulled it off. And that's just a lot of confidence, I think. And I believe he should win it uh, unless something drastic happens. But I think Roxon's just got he's got the wind knocked out of him, I think. Yeah, I agree with that. It's <clears> – <throat> You know, it's kind of hard to compete with that, especially when you're not will when you're not willing to put him in the cheap sheet cheap seats. Because you know, Roxon had an opportunity a couple of times to uh, to mm-hmm. to you know give it back to Webb, and and he didn't take it. He's I, at this point, I just don't think he's going to. Yeah. Like after the whoop section, that one turn, he had a perfect opportunity to punt him off the track, and he did not take it. Yeah. So he's not that kind of person. He does because yeah, but that's that's what he's racing though. See, last time he tried up with Webb, he ended up with his arm stuck in Webb's rear tire <laughs> sprocket or something, and about lost his other arm. So, well, I don't know, man. I I think this is. I don't think Roxon's going to have too many more chances to win this title. So yeah, he's got. He's in a perfect position now. Still, he just needs to. Mm-hmm. He needs to grow a set and do it. <laughs> <laughs> Put him in the seats. Yeah. <laughs> that's why he's got Chase. Uh, Roxon's. Yeah. Uh, Roxon's teammate, poor teammate. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Sex, yeah. <laughs> Sexton didn't didn't do so hot 
this weekend. No, no he hit the sand hard. <laughs> Do you? I, that, sand, I was, that sand was tough. Yeah. It, uh, Roxon was having a lot of trouble through that sand. Yeah. Yeah, yeah a lot of guys were. <laughs> RJ, do you think uh, – I, I was texting Brandon dur- during those races as well, and I said uh, I said I thought that uh, that Chase Sexton um, <clears throat> was uh, – kind of had, had a hit on, uh, on, on Cooper Webb. I think, I think that was uh, – I think that was uh, uh, Team Honda playing right there. I mean, he hit him twice in, in the – in the, in the, in the, uh, Heat race. In the heat race, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't make sense to me. I mean, it, why would he do that? He needs to just get in there and, and race and get get in the main and get, you know, top five. I, I don't think he should really do that and put his, his uh, self in danger, you know. Yeah, it, it's tough. I think that he was getting that under the under the table money yeah. from from Team Honda. <laughs> you go take Webb out. <laughs> Roxon's too well, nice. Well, Brandon was talking about yeah, Brandon was talking about Dean Wilson and and all the KTM guys. They're yeah. all teaming up. You know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it happens. I'm telling you guys. I'm telling you. Brandon's a, Brandon is a moto conspiracy this, theorist. This is a multi-million <laughs> yeah. million dollar you know rate you know it's racing people. It's a million dollars to win the championship. I get it. One million to win that Supercross. I get it. <laughs> Title. You know, that's a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> so, RJ, are you going to be able to make it out to the next uh, Mountain State race? I hope so. Um, it's Easter Saturday, isn't it? Yes. It is, it is Easter Saturday. Um, but next Saturday? High Point's having a ride day that day also. Oh, oh yeah. I've seen we, that. We yeah. haven't decided. You're a quad guy. You don't we get to come. <laughs> yeah. No quads allowed. No quads allowed. <laughs> Shut up, guys. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd like to go. Um, it, it should be a good one. Um, we'll we'll see. But are you going? Are you going? I'm not. <laughs> Why not? Oh wait, to, to to the high point. Oh, we're to, talking about. He's talking uh, about to Mount State. Uh, maybe we'll see. We'll see. If I go, he'll go. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> we'll, we'll make a split line off-road uh maybe a team team tactic there we'll yeah split line there. off-road uh tent yeah yeah there we go yeah I'm, I'm hoping i'm hoping to do the whole series um at least do 10 rounds that's 10 or 11 rounds so that that's my goal this year nice yeah okay getting ready go for, for that, that championship huh getting ready for the gntc's <laughs> yeah i'd like to do I'd like to do those rounds and then do the um, – hopefully do the snowshoe, maybe the John Penton, and then the Mason-Dixon, um, and then the high-voltage one. Those, those are kind of the ones I want to do this year. Speaking of snowshoe, <laughs> you think – Oh, no. <laughs> you, you, you think we can get him there? We'll get the 746 out there. 746. <laughs> I'm bringing it up every single show <laughs> until he agrees to to come. I tell you what, if we get a dealership to loan me got, a piece of crap bike or something. I already you know? got my room, RJ. I'm sure you already got your room. We're good to go, yeah. Brandon. Let's go. RJ drives up the date in like the morning of, I think. Either way, uh, yeah. I usually, I, I've stayed up there twice. Um, it's a lot easier to stay there mm-hmm. because. It's so early, and, and pre-registering um, the day before is super nice. 
RJ's got to run to three hour that day. He's what? He's got to run to three hour that day. Yeah, that's the thing. That's that's the plan. That's our plan. Split line off road nation is going to have a rider in the PM quads, me, uh, a rider in the AM bikes, Brandon, and a rider in the PM bikes, RJ. That's the plan, right? Uh, I, I'd be I'd be up for it if Brandon makes it out. Um, I'll do. I'll be eighty percent into it. Eighty yeah. percent into it. Uh, because that's that's a tough one, especially PM. That, oof. But I'd like to try it. It'd be a good challenge, you know. Yeah. 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 Hey, do you get to run Howard's Hole as an AM bike guy? Uh, I did it one year. I did Howard's Hole, and then the other year they cut it off. So uh, I Would think you, it depends on how muddy it is. Uh-huh. So, Would you rather yeah. run Howard's Hole or, or, or run around it? <clears throat> I think the, the fans the fans are awesome in Howard's Hole. They, just, they go crazy and hand you beers and stuff. So <laughs> I think it's, it's a good time to go through there. And that's the main reason why I want to run the PM Quad is because I feel like <clears throat> that's the one time – quads will have a highlight over the dirt bikes is is going through Howard's Hole because I feel like there's more fans for the quads down <laughs> on Saturday than there is for the bikes on Sunday. And it's insane. The videos that you see of Howard's Hole is insane at the uh, um at the PM quad race. Nice. And I want to experience that. <laughs> I want to go through Howard's Hole one time at least with uh Yeah, what was it? Fame. Uh what was it, McGill um I think it was 2019. Uh-huh. He uh, he came down there and somebody handed him a beer and he, he acted like he chugged it. Or yeah, he poured it all over his he poured it all over his helmet. <laughs> oh, that was great. Speaking of beers, RJ, remember pulling up to Still City? It's dark. We're trying to find a place to park. We pull down this one alley and we're driving this RV and a trailer behind us and. Next thing you know, we, yeah, open up our was, wi- we open up our window and people start throwing beers in our feet. <laughs> yeah, that was back, that was, uh, back when they had the amateur nationals after the uh, pro, yeah. the pro nationals. And, yeah, we would go up there early and, and uh, <laughs> it would hand you beers through the window. It was great. I don't think we were even 21 yet. We were like 20, 19. <laughs> was that Dirt Bike National? Yeah, Dirt Bike okay. National. Yeah. Yeah, we're... I only got to go to Still City <laughs> once that one time. Really? Yeah, I think it was. Is it the year that you had that, sh- that shirt on right there? No, that's thirteen. It was eleven. Yeah, it was eleven when I went. This is the last mm. time I was there. Yeah, that, that was the last race there, wasn't yeah, it? It was. Yeah. Yeah, it's a cow yeah. pasture now. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. Yeah, I love that track. It was. It was a lot of fun to race. Yeah. 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 So. <laughs> well. Well, RJ, we appreciate you coming on today. We won't keep you any longer. I know you're. Uh, you're you're a busy man cleaning bikes up, getting ready for the uh, Easter Saturday race. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Thanks for having me, guys. It's it's always cool to get on here and talk about moto and all that stuff. So yeah, yeah. it doesn't even feel like we're recording yeah. a podcast, just sitting around BS and like like old times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, well, thanks right, for thanks for coming on, buddy. We're we're gonna uh, jump off here, and uh, we'll talk to you next time. So, if we don't talk to you before, good luck at the next Mountain State race. All right, take care, guys. All, All right, man. man. Talk to you later. Later. All right, see ya. Yeah, sound like fun. Yeah, that was R.J. Brandenburg, friend of the show. We appreciate him coming on always and uh, just uh, chilling with us. But uh, 
one, one thing we forgot to mention, we talked about Brendan Poling uh, <clears throat> winning the uh, overall on the bikes, and Brandon Owens, congratulations to him. He won the overall uh, on the quads, and that was a pretty um, pretty big win there because um, uh, he had some stiff competition. There was a lot of pro riders in that class Yeah, yeah. on the quad side. So uh, McGill didn't show up, did he? No, McGill wasn't there. Um, but uh, there was there were some other fast guys there. Yeah. So I almost went to New East. They almost went to the New East Coast race. Did you? Where was it at? It was up in like Greensburg, PA. It looked really nice. Looked really open, like my style track. You know, <laughs> it was close. It was close. But I saw that Ricky Russell was up there running. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was, was up like, there. Damn, I should have went. I saw that as Just well. Just to watch him. <laughs> no, nah, you want you know. <laughs> Tow that hook out behind him and uh, learn a few things, right? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shoot. Yeah, shameless plug. If you guys haven't heard our uh, Ricky Russell um, podcast, make sure you go back and listen to that. Him and Michael Lancaster came on a couple weeks ago, and that was a good podcast as well. But uh, let's go GNCC racing. Yeah, where are they at this week? They are going to be at Camp Coker. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's an interesting place right there because they have a lot of – uh, schools there, like uh, Hunter Hart and um, Adam McGill, uh, they host a school there and, for the quads, and um, uh, so they know the terrain really well. I mean, that's a that's kind of like a uh, a nice facility from what I've heard. Um, I'm interested to see what's going to happen in the quad race. I think that's going to be a really good battle. I think you're going to see. Fireworks, just like all season. I'm hoping that um, – I'd like to see Fowler and McGill get out – I mean, not Fowler. Fowler and uh, Neil, mm-hmm. Bryce and Neil, get out front and just go just at it for from, two hours. From the first <laughs> – Just go at it. Just just <laughs> Walker and Bryson get the whole shot and then just go. Go, yeah. If anybody in the on that line could hang with those guys, who do you think right now could mm, do it? Man. You can only pick one rider. There's a couple I have in mind. I would say Hunter Hart. Mm-hmm. I would say he would be the uh, the, the next him or Cole Richardson. I'll say I'll Hunter s- Hart or Cole Richardson. Yeah. I think that so <clears throat> I think that Cole can run that pace for sure. Uh, I think he can run up there with them um, if they would gap him and he wouldn't be able to see them. I don't know if he could run them back down. Yeah. Uh, but if he could hook up with them and run I think that he could run with him all day uh and then Hunter Hart as well um I tell you what man that's somebody that has been up there a lot this year so far um he's got a second and a third I believe yeah and then so I think far. a sixth that, that last one was I think second was yeah second third and sixth and <clears throat> he's been he's been running extremely well and I think he's probably gaining a lot of confidence by being able to run with those guys watch their lines watch you know um he didn't. It didn't seem like he got a, a ton of chances to do that last year, and this year he's already had two chances in the first three races. So, I look for him to to get out there, get a good hole shot, and try to run with those guys. Um, who do you got for a podium? Oh man, um, I'm gonna say Bryce O'Neill, Walker Fowler, and um, Jared McClure. Oh. Okay, sneaky snake <laughs> sneaking up there. Do you think he? Uh, do you think he sits in third the whole race, or do you think he sneaky snakes it right at the last lap or something? I think he he works his way up. Do you think him and McGill? I'd say it's going to be hook him. up. I'd say him McGill and uh, Hunter Coleridge and 
are going to be are running for that like third, fourth, fifth, okay. sixth position. All right. I um, mean, the last time I, I think I picked, uh, I think I was, uh, oh, shoot, Bryson Neal, Hunter Hart, and then Walker Fowler. I think that's yeah. why I picked last time. I'm going to switch it up a little <laughs> bit. I'm going to go, man, I can't go the same as you. I know, right? Can I? Uh-uh. You got to pick. Dang it. I'm going to have to start picking first. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to go uh, Walker. Bryson, and we'll go Hunter. Hunter, yeah. yeah. And good. I think that um, I think Hunter keeps those two if he's able to get up there with them, or at least hook up with one of them coming through the pack. Likely Bryson, yeah, because Bryson is the one that mm-hmm. typically has to come through the pack if he has to. Yeah. If he gets a whole shot, if he gets a whole shot, he it's, might lights out the field. Maybe. Fowler's been bringing it, man. I'm telling you, Fowler. But I'm telling you, he had the speed because Fowler was that guy. You know, we like you said like the last podcast. You thought maybe how fast that McNeil was going, he was just going to blow right by Fowler, and then he got caught him, and either he had already exhausted himself and just ran Fowler's pace, or Fowler turned it up a notch. I don't think I don't think Bryson got tired. I think that uh, Fowler turned it up. I think that Fowler turned it up, so. and but I think that Hunter can run. With those guys, if he keeps them oh, yeah. in in sight, oh yeah, for he sure, he keeps them in sight. He can run with them. Once yeah. they get out of sight, it's that's hard so to, hard to hard. keep that pace yeah. when you don't. Yeah. Now, I feel like the, but I feel like I feel like right now, I feel like even though, you know, uh, Walker has won two races to Bryson's one race. I think right now, Bryson is the pace setter of the field. I think he's setting the pace from wherever position he's in, whether he's running through the pack, whether he's out front. Um, I mean, he set the pace, and I think Walker matched it last race. Uh, and that was a good race. Yeah, I want to see race. more races come down to the finish line like that. Just no punches in the mud holes. Yeah, no punches <laughs> in the mud holes. That was interesting. Another, another shameless plug, if you want to hear about that story, make sure you go back and listen to Mikey Wayne's uh, talk to us a little bit about that because he gave us a little bit more information than anybody yeah. else's. Uh, talked about so for sure won't tell it here <laughs> yeah you go back to that one and listen that's right <laughs> but uh man the bikes dirt bikes on sunday dirt bikes on sunday so uh it's gonna be i think Stu baylor wins mm-hmm. um did you watch fast sprint any full fast sprint i did not did you yes I okay did. good because <laughs> at least one St- of us did Stu won <laughs> and i'm pretty sure it was at his place the shoals Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> but but did you uh, – Where did Grant finish? Uh, Grant, I don't think Grant raced. If oh, okay. He did. If he did, I'm sorry if he did. I didn't, I didn't go through the whole results or anything <laughs> like that, but he, he wasn't in the top three now. Okay. Um, did, you have to go back and look at this. Uh, and I'm sure if you go back – I think Stu had it on his, in, or his story. But they had these two big boulders, two big rock boulders, all right? And you can either jump them uh-huh. or go around them, which rounds a longer way. Yeah, And they, they were all the pro guys were looking at it like – you gonna take this? You gonna take it? Uh huh. You know, and uh, but Stu hit it, and you know. Then I think the rest of the guys started following. Uh, but they were, I mean, two big, big boulders, and they were just sending it over. That's flat awesome. Landed on the other side. That's so cool. It's something to check out. Suspension but, uh, at at its finest, right? Yeah, but uh, yes, Stu won, and I'm not sure second and third. But it's no Stu won, but. Back to GNCC. Yeah, you, you're picking Stu to win. Yeah, Stu. Why? Just because he's getting faster uh-huh. and uh, confidence. Confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Ah, uh, man. I'm going to say Stu Baylor, Ben Kelly, and Michael Lane. Or Lane Michael. Shoot, I do it all the time. Lane Michaels has struggled a little bit this season so far. Yeah. I mean, he's been up there, but but he seems to be dropping back to that fifth, sixth spot mm-hmm. a lot um, towards the end of the races. Uh, last race, he had a little bit of a mess up, I believe, at the beginning of the race. But anyways, he could definitely run that pace as he, well. I think he got wrecked off the start. Mm-hmm. That's what happened. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, this championship is going to come down to consistency. And if these guys want to prevent – Stu from coming back and winning this championship, they're going to have to consistently be on the box <clears throat> because, you know, if um, if if they're if one of these guys is able to step up and be consistently on the box, then Stu's not going to be able to have that chance to come back. Um, you know, I think <sighs> this is tough. To yeah. I kind of want to go back and take my third place choice back because when you said Mr. Consistent, I started thinking, why in the heck did I not put Jordan Ashburn on the podium? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, Jordan Ashburn has been riding ridiculous Great. this year. Yeah. And, and, and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm pumped for him. I think that he is a guy that has really, really stepped it up as far as – as far as his speed this year, because um, last year you know he was battling for that fourth, fifth position a lot, and the, the I think the the, the field is, is faster this year, yeah. uh, you know minus Caleb Russell, um, and and, he, and he's up there battling for podium positions every single week. So, so that's awesome to see. This you know he's he's a guy that definitely can be up there and battling for a podium position. Um, I don't know. I think that. Uh, go ahead. I'm looking for oh, something you're good. real quick. Yeah, <laughs> you're good. Yeah. Um. Yeah, really good. Uh, you know, like I said, like you said, Jordan Ashburn's just a guy that can do it. Uh, another guy that I kind of forget about, and he's been having one of those seasons is jo- uh, Josh Strang. Um, well, Strang got his got his brake uh, brake rotor messed up the last race, yeah. and he he you know he he was able to to salvage a uh, seventh place finish <clears throat> even with that mess up. Now seventh place, that's not where he's typically at because he's got uh, he's been on the podium every other weekend. Now that's somebody that I think that 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 could definitely be up there, and he's going to be on my podium. I think that, you know, I think that you're going to see Ben Kelly uh, fight back Stu and win, and um, I think Ben Kelly, uh, Stu, ba- I think Ben Kelly is tired of riding behind Stu Baylor. <laughs> I really do. So I think Ben Kelly is going to take the win. Stu is going to come in second, and I think Strike is going to come in third. Yeah, it's great, great podium. Yeah. So. Uh, that's my pick. And, you know, I think I, I'm looking to see Ricky Russell step up and, oh, yeah. and battle for that podium position Man, as well, though. If he can just – he gets a great – you know, maybe getting decent starts and getting out front early. If he can just get out there, get some smooth laps in, and, and try to break away. And, and maintain. Yeah. Yeah. Do, you know, put his sprint laps in like you know he can. He's no, got the speed. No reason he couldn't win it. He's got the speed. He just needs to put the three hours together. Yeah. And I think that he can be up there as well. But I, I, I look for – you know, maybe him and him and Strang to battle, uh, going down to the finish, and and Strang just has that last lap, a little extra right mm-hmm. now in the season. Yeah. Um. But but I think that uh, Ricky Russell is definitely somebody that could. You know, if he ends up on the podium, it's not going to shock yeah. me a bit. I think I think his goal is just get through the season healthy, gain speed as I go, mm-hmm. get healthy, and and stay healthy. Um. And he will he will get a lot faster as it goes. You so. think he's still a championship contender this year? Very possible. I mean, we're not even halfway through this thing yet, and we got a big, you know, some big he's, races. Coming he's got up. two sixths and a fifth. It, it, you know, that doesn't jump off the results sheets, 
But if you look at where he's been at every yeah. race, he's been in a podium position every race. So um, all it takes is a run. All it takes is you know, and then all it takes is getting that first podium mm-hmm. to feel like you belong there, and then you know, being able to uh, to do it. I yeah. think that I think that he's definitely capable for sure. Are we going to have Thad Duvall back this week? They're talking about it. Mm-hmm. They're talk- I haven't seen him on a bike yet, so I don't think. Um, I'd say not this race. I'd say the next race. Yeah. Because um, he's been out video doing some videotaping of some of the guys. But you've not seen him ride. I haven't seen him on the bike yet. Yeah. So at least that's he hasn't good, put it out there yet. Yeah, that's not a good sign if he's no. not – I mean, but, for this week. But, he, yeah. I mean, um, he doesn't look like he's – slinged up or anything like that i think he's just letting his body heal yeah while walking around doing some videos down at the russell farm or whatever they call it down there he could i mean i guess you know if he were to come back this week two races are you out of it at that point probably two races down yeah probably. i think so too even i mean he'd have to come out really swinging yeah yeah and then if he's not 100 percent yet that's yeah. not going to happen so you know, maybe he can be, uh, maybe he can be like the Stuart Baylor of uh, 2020, and come out and 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 uh, just kind of be set the, the hot, pace. yeah, set the pace for the end of the season, be the hot topic, uh, be the guy that you know. Oh, if I was healthy all year, I could have been a championship contender for sure. So we'll see. Um, yeah. Yeah. Hey. So speaking of, uh, since we're wrapping this up, Hunter Hart. Mm-hmm. All right, this guy. Did you see who you, I think you picked up a sponsor with? That wheel thing? No, the the soap. Soap? The the Mr. Squash soap with the bar. Dude, this guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think he's sponsored by him because he was doing like an ad. He was like, you know, on his Instagram. Well, I, I saw him doing being... for I don't I saw him doing an ad for like a Uniwheel. Uh <laughs> like I don't know what they're called, but it's like a skateboard. Okay. That has that big wheel the in the center. Front, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's just like. I think, is this is this hoverboard? Is that what they're called? A hoverboard? Mm, I'm not sure. I'll bring it up after the podcast to show you. Yeah, but. yeah, but yeah, he had the, like that Mister Squash. Uh, I'm sure he's seen the commercial like with yeah. all the bad soap or whatever. And then they actually have the bar. That's awesome. Yeah, I meant to bring it up. I think. Uh, Good for him, man. Yeah. I tell you what, like he, I don't think he's stopping. I don't no. think. I don't think he he stops. Dude. He's he's out there branding himself completely all the time. Um, uh, and then still finds time to practice. You know, he even just he messaged me just a little bit ago. Uh, I messaged him early about coming on the podcast. Um, so uh, he's you'd be looking forward to hearing him um, come back on here pretty soon and, and give us a rundown of the first few uh, first few rounds of the season. So I'm excited to hear what he has to say himself. I want to I want to know, um, you know, what he feels like. Does he feel like his pace has picked up after he's been running with Walker and Bryson um, so much for the past three rounds um, yeah. and hopefully four rounds, you know, when he comes on the podcast. So uh, I'm interested to see what he has to say for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I just thought it was very interesting. I'm like, man, this guy's, he, he just keeps going, which is great for the sport. Good for him. I and, hope he gets a hundred of these yeah. sponsorships. And, but, you know, his, you know, he knows it takes money. Yeah. And unfortunately. And, and on the quad side, we all know you don't get, the love that the bike guys get when it comes to sponsorships is for the most part, um, at least, at least when you do get the sponsors for the bikes, it seems like they always have a little bit more money to give for the bikes, but that's just well, my, my opinion. He, he's, he's being very, um, uh, 
how do I say it? he's being really like outgoing when it comes to grabbing these sponsorships that are outside the sport, outside the typical sponsor that you see. Um, not only a quad racer, but but a dirt bike racer as well get like when's the last time you saw a dirt bike racer get a sponsorship from from outback or yeah. like you said the soap company or yeah. i know ken roxon has you know he's um uh has that sponsorship that where he's a part owner of that soap, the soap company yeah yeah the soap. but i mean you don't typically see that so you know hats off I, to him for i think the most the last person i've seen on a dirt bike side that had the weirdest one was target and that was ryan dungey yeah. And, and I think he was sponsored a little bit by Nike, but I can't remember. There we go. Ken Roxon, Ryan Dungey, and Hunter Hart. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Ranking up there, guys. Yeah. So, well, I think that's about going to do it for this week. We didn't have a whole – I mean, we had a good podcast. Yeah. We'll have good. We'll have more to talk about next week with the for GNCC, sure. and then we'll be uh, – I think we're a week off for Supercross. We two, two weeks off. Two weeks off. Oof. Oh, God. Man, what am I going to do with my Saturday night? <laughs> I've actually talked to the old lady. <laughs> Thank God Lauren doesn't listen to this podcast. Oh, shoot. That's why, that's why I can say that <laughs> stuff, guys. Don't tell her. Don't tell her either. He said, he, Brandon says, Lauren, why don't you listen to this podcast? And she says, because I listen to you enough at home. That's right. <laughs> well, I don't want to listen to you talk anymore and I have to. <laughs> that's okay. Brittany doesn't listen either. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for you guys for listening. Yeah, that you thanks, are listening. Thanks to you guys for listening. And thank you guys for like shout, or, like uh, uh, messaging us, talking to us about the podcast, how you like it. Yeah. And uh, tagging us in some posts that uh, I want $5 bet from Mr. Cooper over here. <laughs> Yeah, I was wrong about that for sure. Yeah, he was. Major <clears throat> In my defense, though, it's not like he'd been running doesn't, doesn't, no one all year, me. and I just didn't notice it. But, uh, yeah, he ran, what, three first three rounds? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Max Lindquist yeah. running GNCC. Who'd have thought it? Yep. Yep. All right, all right guys. guys. Hey. Hey, have fun. If you're riding anywhere, be safe and uh, do great. Post your results. If you want to ride with us. Shoot us a message. Brandon yeah. and I might be riding this weekend. He doesn't know it yet, but I got track <laughs> tracking work. All right. Sounds great. <laughs> All right. Later, fellas. All right, guys. Peace.